Well, the state tournaments today is brought to you by Flint Cliff Manufacturing. Flint Cliff Manufacturing is a full-service metal fabrication shop located in beautiful Burlington, Iowa. Flint Cliff is now hiring welders, painters, and machine operators for both first and second shifts. Call 319-752-2781 for details, and we want to thank them for bringing us the state tournament. Well, we're here with uh, uh, one of the writers for the Algona newspaper. Can you introduce yourself? Greg Grabinowski. Well, uh, uh, nice to meet you. Uh, we're staying at the same hotel, and uh, uh, we both was uh, spent some time over uh, here in Carroll uh, watching some ball games. I'd like to just get your thoughts on the playoffs all together. Well, it's always a great place to come. I used to, last time, the other around with Carroll, I used to help out in the press box with great Denny O'Grady and Sweet Anderson, and so I'm going to come back here once in a while, and it's always fun to watch teams walk into place for the first time because they kind of, their mouths kind of drop open, and it's just kind of a unique place. I think it's a very special place for kids to play that haven't been here before, and Scott, the ground crew that Scott's is, like, forget his last name, they always do a great job. The place is always looking immaculate. Yeah, we got an interview with Scott. He, yeah, he's he's, uh, he's hard, hard to get words out of. Scott Parcher. <laughs> he's just incredible. I know the first year I came here, which was like 20 years ago, I walked in here. We played golf at Breeda the day before. And we walked in, and he out, was out there with a five-gallon pail picking up little pieces of paper that weren't any bigger. We're just about the size of a quarter. He's out there with a pail full of that picking up. Uh, piece of paper that it blew on the field before the tournament started. It was just, just incredible what he does. Yeah. Well, it's my first time here, you know. Uh, is it, was it called Legion Field? Or? That I don't know. I know there's a, Merchants a, field? a semi-pro type amateur team that played here through the years. There used to be a league. I know Bancroft, where I'm from, that area, they played over here, and there was a couple Sioux City teams, but none of them have teams anymore, so... Basically, just the high school field that Carroll and Carroll Kemper use. Well, uh, in general, what schools does your paper cover? My paper, we cover Algona High, Bishop Garrigan is the Catholic school in Algona, and then West Bend Mallard, and North Union, which is a school in Sway City, Armstrong, Ledyard, Bancroft, a whole bunch of teams up in the northern part of the county, up by the state line. Yeah, that, well, that's cool. I, I cover all of southeast Iowa, and... Uh, uh, it's hard for me to know what's going on in, in your and it's hard for you to know what's going yep. on. And sometimes there are teams, uh, and I'm here representing two of them, uh, that didn't get one vote the whole season on the coaches' poll for the yep. top ten, not one, Van Buren and uh, uh, Pella Christian Eagles. They're, uh, uh, but they both knocked off the number one and two ranked teams in the state to get here. So uh, uh, I'm I, I make an effort to talk to guys like you that might know a little something about it. Could you tell me about some of the real athletes and, and outstanding teams that uh, I might not know about that you guys cover? Well, on one A, the, probably the favorite to get here that didn't was Newman. They have two kids, Max Bird and Doug Taylor, that were signed with Iowa. They've been five-year starters. Been the state tournament many times and won it, I know, at least twice in their career. They got upset by St. Andrew 2-1 to one on a bunt. In the fifth, I think it was the fifth inning, they threw a bunt away and two runs scored. It was a game that only had three hits. St. Andrew had one and Newman had two. Uh, 2A, I don't know as much. We didn't have many 2A teams in our area. Uh, 
that I couldn't tell you much about. I don't even remember who even came out. I think West Lyon came out of our area. Yeah, well, oh, do you know anything about West Lyon? Because I think they're playing uh, uh, the Van Buren Warriors. I know they beat Forest City, who ended up second in our conference, two to nothing, in the, in the district for the sub-state final over at Esterville. I know they have a good pitcher. They threw that night because I heard, listen, caught a little bit of the Forest City feed. And West Lyon's a school that's a traditional football powerhouse. Usually has really good athletes. and They'll usually have uh, one or two wrestlers in the state finals through the years. So yeah, well, I can tell you that. I know they're, you're going to see some pretty good athletes. Yeah, it's a perennial powerhouse. Uh, uh, they're going to be matched up against... Uh, uh, a young man, uh, Jackson Manning, out of uh, uh, Kiyosakwa, who uh, just is a phenomenal hitter, and I think he's a, a 60 plus RBIs for okay. certain at this point. It's, it's at least top three in the state. Uh, okay. uh, and, an ath- and an athletic shortstop like you just cannot hardly believe because he's like 6'4, six, 6'5. Six, he's long, he's lanky, he's got that baseball build, you know. Uh, okay. So we're thinking this is going to be a great game. Uh, uh, but uh, you were there yesterday. Uh, uh, could you share your thoughts on what you saw? Uh, thought they were pretty good games yesterday. I talked to you earlier that I left early for the last game, but the first game was to come out and Kingsley Pearson scored five runs in the first inning. Looked like it was going to be a blowout. And then South Wind kind of hung around. And I think it ended up 6-1. to one. The second game was definitely a pitcher's duel and ended up... Who, who won that one? Oh, it was uh, Lisbon. Lisbon won two to Yeah, right. over Bur- Burlington Notre Dame. Yeah, They're both teams in, in my area. I was very proud to watch that game because that was uh, what you would expect at the state yep. tournament, wasn't it? It was a fast game. Yep. It was, you know, uh, Burlington Notre Dame barreled the ball over and over and over. Yep. But they just found gloves all the time. Yep. And then the third game was kind of what I was looking forward to because I'm very familiar with both teams, reps and been a powerhouse in every sport. Yeah, year. we, we uh, uh, I fought New London last year, and uh, that was the, a magical uh, uh, state championship game that we yep. saw. But we they've, st- been, they've been in state and state eight-man football and basketball and baseball through the years every year, it seemed like. And they just have a bunch of athletes that are always gamers. And St. Andrews has got a very good pitcher to Meyer kid. That's who knocked off top-ranked Newman or whatever Newman was ranked. And they may have been second, but I think they were first. And he beat them two to one, and he's a very hard-throwing left-hander. Their coach kind of was in a prior to him. He either had a pull him at 90 pitches or a chance to pitch on Friday or let him go to 110, and he choose, chose to bring his son in when the kid hit 90. And, and Remsen being the, you know, the to me, the stud athletes they are, they found a way to win it. They got a, a little bunt and a couple hits, and... That was enough, and then they brought in the other, the Wartman kid who was their quarterback in football, and he closed the door, and that was a 3-1 win. And like I said, I left for the early game, but I think when Bill Sully was up 3 to nothing, I left. I think they got up 8-1, to one, and I see this morning they ended up 8-7, so it must be a pretty good game. Yeah, it, it was, uh, yeah, 8-7, to seven, I guess, uh, um, uh, Linville Soy got out to a big lead, and then uh, uh, I can't remember who were they playing. They were playing Lamar's Gila. Okay, well they came back with seven runs, and uh, uh, but uh, Linville was able to hold off. I really apologize to my Linville Soy listeners because I came back here after the after the second game to take a nap. I didn't wake up till eight o'clock, and 
The game was pretty much over by then. Galen's got a good pitcher. I know they were one of Rebson's two losses. Kingsley Pearson, who they who they'll play tomorrow, was Rebson's other loss. So that'll be interesting. They get a chance. They could get a chance at both. Well, they won't get a chance to redeem both their losses because Galen got beat. But they'll get a chance to get Kingsley Pearson back tomorrow. So that'll be interesting. They got nice looking uniforms, and their their yeah. their kids just look like athletes, don't now they? Their, their coach actually played down here and won a state title back in the years. Arpanaw, I don't know what, 2004. I'm thinking he was in. And the first baseman, the pit kid, his brother played it at Deep Don. So it's second generation kids. There's a Harpenau on the team now, and his other son, who was the MVP two years ago, down here is the assistant coach. So. Kind of all the family. You got the same names out there. So, kind of like Kingsley Pearson, they're the same way. It's either second generations of all the names that you've seen down here before. Well, uh, I'm here uh, uh, to cover the first two games today. Uh, do you know, uh, let's see, Pella Christian, they play, uh, I'm blanking on who they're playing. They would play the number one seed, whoever it is. I, yeah, it's... Uh, like I said, I'm not real Seems familiar. like up by Dubuque somewhere, kind of. Uh, but anyway, that, that that's the first game. I know a little about uh, Pella Christian. Uh, uh, I know the Westercamp kid is a hard thrower. And I'm thinking 89, 90 mile an hour-ish kind of speed. Uh, um, I don't have no gun or nothing, but uh, um, they've got another, uh, uh, a couple of pretty solid pitchers. And they got a kid named Van Ark that's a left-hander. It's one of those big, long, you know, 6'3", six, 6'4", six, kids with the frame and yep. and the good hand-eye coordination and, and that nice batting stance, and he gets extension on his arms. Uh, looks like a professional hitter up there. And then there's a – well, you know, they, they with their, you're probably familiar with their basketball run. Yeah. They, they were, weren't supposed to win in any of those games. <laughs> yep. They wound up, gosh, I think either one game from the state title or in the state title. I can't remember, but it yep. was an amazing run. Because they just got those kind of athletes, and there's something about that team that uh, plays like a team. Yep. And you can't hardly uh, – it's hard to beat a team like that. Yep, that's true. Very true. And then the 130 game, we've got uh, uh, the Van Buren Warriors playing one of your teams, which is uh, – West Line. West Line, yeah. Uh, I'm thinking this is a marquee matchup. What are you thinking? Don't know much about Van Buren, but I just know, like I said, I know a little bit about West Line because they played four cities in – Garrigan's conference, they were they played for the they got second in the conference. Well they actually tied with Garrigan for the conference. And they beat them two to nothing in the regional or the sub state final in Esterville. And I know they have really good athletes, uh, they're a perennial football team. They're in the playoffs usually down in the dome every year and they always have a couple wrestlers in the final of the state tournament, so you're gonna see some pretty good athletes. On that team too, and you were saying that Van Buren has some good athletes too. So it's yeah, a good uh, matchup. we got Tyler Sprouse is a really really good pitcher, and uh, we got a kid Lucas, what I call Boba Fett, Lucas Fett. He's he's a one of those. It's uh, hard to root against him, kids. You know what I mean? It just plays hard all the time and, and puts in so much effort and uh, uh, makes such great plays. Yeah, I think uh, uh, the defensively they're really solid. You know, um, uh, they've got that. Three top three athletes, like everybody else does, but I think they also have, you know, above average players. You know, yep. uh, uh, you know the the seventh, eighth, nine guys are probably above average too. Down here, that 
through the years, that's where you make your hay. Get a hit on a sixth, seventh, or eighth, ninth hole in a key spot. You know, that's well, like, they're, a, they're, like the Remsen game last night. The, their first run in that big inning came out of the eighth hitter, and the ninth guy followed it up with a double, and that was the, that's how they got two runs. Well, I remember in the in the game against Mid Prairie, who was ranked number two in the state, uh, they were down in extra innings by two runs, and uh, they got a, a, a two-out hit from the seventh or eighth guy in the, in the batting or drove in a couple runs. That's, you know, I mean, that's... They were huge out here. That's what you got to do to win these yep. games. What you, was it? You expect your cream to... You expect your studs to play well, but no. you go, you know, when you get it out of the seventh, eighth, and ninth, that's an added plus for a team. Yeah, you got... Uh, well, I always say big-time players make big-time plays yep. and big-time moments, and, and that's that's uh, yep. what distinguishes them. So, was there any other games that you're here following or any other thoughts you've got uh, going into today? Nope, just came down to watch, basically, because I saw the temperatures are supposed to be decent today and tomorrow. Yep. Yeah. I know the end of the week is supposed to heat up. And... I thought it was hot yesterday, and I thought the air quality was terrible yesterday. Yeah, and the air quality is bad with all the smoke we've had up this way. Mm-hmm. Well, it's been a pleasure talking with you. Thanks for being with us. You bet. Thank you.